Well, hey there, beautiful, and welcome back. This is episode 38 of the Ignite Her Soul podcast, and I am so grateful that you have decided to join me today. I hope your day has gotten off to an amazing start. Today, we are going to be talking about a controversial subject, and we are going to be talking about God confidence versus self-confidence and this topic can be a really slippery slope for christians if we don't understand how to navigate it so grab your bible grab your journal and grab your beverage of choice and meet me on the other side because this is going to be a good one let's do this so we are talking about god confidence versus self-confidence first and foremost As a believer, our confidence 100% needs to be in the Lord and his word and his love and his grace and his mercy and his goodness and his desire to co-create with us in the world in what he wants to do in the world through us. It says in 1 Corinthians 3, 9 that we are God's fellow workers. But if we try to succeed in our own efforts, we are going to fail. Because as Psalm 127.1 so wonderfully puts it, unless the Lord builds the house, we labor in vain. So how do we know what our part is and what God's part is? Well, I'm sure we can all agree that God is a big God. He did create the universe, right? He did raise Jesus from the dead, right? And we have seen him perform miracles all over the Bible. And as much as we want God's voice to be the loudest voice in our ear all the time, unfortunately, that is just not the case. What? Yes, our voice, our limitations, our old beliefs and automations are the things that whisper in our ear, actually that yell and scream and jump up and down and tantrum in our ear, the loudest all day, every day. Our voice to us is the voice that shuts us down and keeps us from doing what God has called us to do. And if you are not where you want to be right now, I want you to ask yourself, whose voice am I really listening to? And if you're not keeping integrity with yourself and your calendar, you are going to get to a very dangerous point where you don't believe anything that you say. If you put something on your calendar, if you say that you're going to do something and you keep telling yourself that and you don't, you are going to get to a point where you don't believe anything that you say. And that is a habit and a pattern that you do not want to be a part of. And until you fix and change that, you're never going to step into the calling that God has for your life. God confidence is an absolute assurance that God can do whatever he wants through whomever he chooses, period. End of discussion. It is confidence that God can and often does choose to work through the last person on earth that human beings would choose. And if you ever question whether or not you're qualified, I can assure you, you are not. And neither was anyone else that God worked through in the Bible. God confidence trusts completely that God has a purpose for your life and that he is more than capable of seeing it fulfilled. It is faith 
trust, and total assurance in God. Basically, it's saying, Lord, not my will, but yours be done. And the more we know of God, the more confidence that we will have in him. The more time we spend in fellowship and reading his word, the more confidence and trust we will have in him. And while God confidence absolutely needs to be first and foremost in our life, no doubt about it. We also need to have confidence in ourselves. Confidence in the fact that we are going to show up for ourselves because in this co-creation that God talks about in 1 Corinthians 3, 9, God has a part to play and we have a part to play. And he won't do his part if we don't do our part. And he's definitely not going to do our part. And while if we don't have confidence in the Lord, we won't have enough confidence to even be able to step out and fulfill the calling that he has on our life. But in the same token, if we don't have confidence in ourselves to actually show up, if we don't trust ourselves to show up and do our part, then the co-creation won't work. And that type of confidence is built by keeping integrity with ourselves. It's built by doing the things that we say that we are going to do. It's built by showing up for ourselves and doing what we say that we are going to do, knowing that we have our back if we ever fail or fall. Knowing that we are not going to judge and criticize and condemn and shame and guilt ourselves if we try something and it doesn't work. When we are willing to experience any emotion that happens along our journey, knowing that when we allow ourselves to feel all of the feels, that we can handle anything that comes our way. What you think about yourself either generates or depletes this confidence. Because if you can't count on yourself, you're going to feel insecure instead of in control. It's your ability to trust yourself, which comes down to knowing that you will do what you have said that you will do. You will follow through on the plan that you have. You will take care of yourself. You will do the responsible and useful things for yourself, even when you don't feel like it. Because when you don't keep integrity with yourself, when you don't keep your word to yourself, when you don't do the activities that you have told yourself that you are going to do, it totally depletes that confidence. And the reason why most people don't have this type of confidence is because we don't trust ourselves. We don't understand how to manage our minds so we feel totally out of control with our feelings and our actions, which leads us to let ourselves down consistently. We fly by the seat of our feelings. If we get up one day and we don't feel like it, no matter what we have on our calendar, we're not going to do it because I just don't feel like it today. I feel like sitting in the house and watching Netflix and eating bonbons and... We don't feel like it, so we don't do it. And this undermines our ability to trust and stay in integrity with ourselves because we're afraid of feeling emotions. We don't want to feel any negativity, so we shrink back in fear and we hide. And this leaves us scared to do anything that could cause us to risk failure. We are always questioning our ability because we think we have to do it perfectly. And if we don't, we will feel some kind of negative emotion which by the way, is never going to kill you, I promise. Our brains are programmed to see what's wrong. We have a nine times negativity bias. And that is what our brain is always looking for. So it is always gonna find negative thoughts to create negative emotions, which will crush any type of confidence or integrity that you have with yourself. 
And you've heard me say like a million times, our thoughts repeated over time create our beliefs, which create our, our identity. Beliefs are created by thoughts that we think over and over again. But unfortunately, most of our beliefs are recycled. And most of our beliefs are from things that happened in our past that have caused us to have guilt and shame. And so therefore, we lack any kind of confidence in putting ourselves out there. And we don't even realize how much self-doubt and anxiety all those past beliefs have produced for us over time. Because we've thought that way for so long. This type of confidence is basically just practicing belief in yourself because you know that you have your back and you know that you trust yourself to do the things that you have said you will do because you're not afraid of the outcome. Because first of all, you know, God's going to be there every step of the way. And because you know that you can handle anything, because as I said, everything is just a feeling and those feelings just come from your thoughts. And when you get to where you can allow yourself to feel any emotion without buffering them, you win because there's nothing that can take you out at that point. No guilt, no shame, no condemnation, no fear, no anxiety, nothing the enemy ever tries to bring against you to stop you from moving forward. Nothing can take you out. So what are feelings anyway? Feelings are simply a vibration that you get in your body that happens because of thoughts that you're thinking. I'm sure you felt them, fear, anxiety, sad, mad, all those things. But you can't feel any emotion without first having a thought. It's been proven in neuroscience that the thought always comes first. And the good news is that contrary to popular belief, feelings will not kill you. Unless of course you stuff them and or buffer them with food, alcohol, and other negative habits that could cause health issues or cause you to do something stupid later on down the line. Because all you have to do is sit with them and feel through the emotion and allow it to pass through your body and curiosity and ask yourself, what am I thinking? And then just documenting those thoughts and immediately taking those thoughts captive to get in a better emotional state. And please excuse my dog that is barking right now, but I have to keep her close to me because she just had, um, a toenail completely removed from her foot and she has to keep this cone on and I have to keep her from looking so I have to keep her close by so I apologize for her barking in the background but you know that's life we got to do what we got to do right it takes practice in managing your emotions and it's not going to happen overnight but your confidence is going to increase over time as you allow yourself to work through the negative emotions that are trying to stop you from doing the actions that you know that you need to take in your business. Because when you put something on your calendar, it should be a non-negotiable, meaning that it's there. You do it and then you high five yourself because you did it. And then you get up tomorrow and you do it again and you do it again and you celebrate and you do it again and you do it again and you celebrate and you do it again and you celebrate. And the more you celebrate, the more you do it again, the more your confidence in your integrity with yourself starts to build because now you know that you are going to show up and do what you say you will do because it doesn't matter how much confidence you have in God and how big he is and all the things that you know that he can do and nothing is impossible with him and the greater one lives in you and you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. If you keep listening 
to that story that's keeping you from moving and keeping you from having integrity with yourself and taking the actions that you know you need to take. Your confidence is going to take a licking every single day. So how do we get to the point where we will actually show up for ourselves? That comes from changing your thoughts about yourself and who you are and whose you are and why you're here and the possibility of what God wants to create with you in the future. Because the more certain you are of that possibility, that God really does want to co-create with you to do something great in the world, the more integrity you're going to want to keep with yourself in moving towards it. And that's where God confidence and self-confidence have to collide. So if you ever find yourself afraid of failure or afraid of disappointment, imagine what your life would be like if you were willing to feel both sides of those feelings or both of those feelings without fear. Because your identity is built on your beliefs about yourself. And you must understand who you are as God's child and who you are in Christ. And that your worth and your value is never in what you do, but it's in your who. Because until you become her, become that person, you're never going to do what God's called you to do. Your brain doesn't produce self-confidence naturally, but it's really good at producing fear and worry and doubt and anxiety and all the things that come from your programming, your beliefs, your thinking, your thoughts, the old stories that you keep telling yourself, all that stuff that you have on repeat. So you have to train your brain to produce self-confidence and you do that by keeping integrity with yourself and showing up and doing the things that you say you're going to do. And that means that you have to be willing to experience discomfort consistently. Because if you're going to show up on a daily basis becoming the person that you were created to be, you will experience fear, doubt, worry, rejection, ghosting, humiliation, embarrassment, and a whole lot of negative emotions. And it's your willingness to feel these and work through them and continue to put yourself out there knowing that God will be with you every step of the way and that you're okay. Because all it is is a feeling. And as long as you sit with it and feel through it and don't buffer it, it can't hurt you. Making progress also increases your confidence. Massive action helps to increase your confidence. As you do the things that you are scared to do, repeat, make decisions, honor your decisions, and give up your need for others' approval, that confidence is going to come. So to recap, self-confidence is your ability to have your own back, no matter what happens, because the worst part of failure is what you think about yourself. It is your willingness to feel any emotion, no matter how bad it is. It is your ability to manage the thoughts that you have about you. You must speak life to yourself. Doubt, on the other hand, is the opposite of self-confidence. Never, ever make a failure mean anything about you because really the only way that you can fail anyway is to quit and give up. You're going to fall down. Things are going to happen. They're not going to go your way. You're going to have to 
to recalculate and, and change your GPS, okay? You have to let go of your old identity because your brain will want to keep you safe and buffer all day long. And you generate self-confidence with your thoughts. Self-doubt on the other hand says, I don't know how, I've never done it before, I'm not talented, experienced enough, I'm not good enough, it's too hard for me, I'm not capable, I'm not worthy, all of the things. You gotta show up and take action. Understand that you can decide to believe whatever you wanna believe. And you need to start to choose to believe in yourself unconditionally. You need to start to choose to believe that God does want to do something with you and through your life. Understand that you have the mind of Christ and that you can figure anything out. You can still have confidence even if everyone on your team or in your life is better than you. You can fail a hundred times and still have confidence because it's generated from within. You must believe in yourself harder than anyone else or no one else will. You cannot rely on anyone else for confidence because you have no control over what they think about you or what they say about you. And lack of confidence is only because of the thoughts that you're thinking. Self-confidence means nothing about you because you're willing to put yourself out there and fail and learn. And failure just means that you're human and it's part of the process. The more you fail, have your back and get back up. The more you keep integrity with yourself, the more confidence you're, you're going to have. And the only way the co-creation with the Lord works is if you do your part and he does his. And the only way that happens is through 100% confidence in God and who he is and what he wants to do through your life and keeping integrity with yourself by putting yourself out there to do your part. But if you're stuck in an old story of all the reasons why you can't, you won't put yourself out there. And it doesn't matter how much confidence you have in God because he's not going to do your part. You know, we get down on our knees day after day after day saying, Lord, I surrender all to you. I'll go wherever you want me to go. I'll say whatever you want me to say. I'll do whatever you want me to do. Think I've been there? Yes. <laughs> And then by mid-morning, we're once again questioning, why do I keep doing the things that I don't want to do and I don't do the things that I really do want to do? What is wrong with me? I can't tell you how many times I've done that. Well, I don't know if you remember any of the old cartoons. <laughs> I don't remember exactly which one, but I remember growing up where I would watch cartoons and there would be this character trying to make a decision with this angel sitting on one shoulder and the devil sitting on the other shoulder. And the angel would say the good thing and the, and the devil would say the bad thing. And most of the time they ended up doing the wrong thing or whatever. But anyway, the problem is we have listened to the lies of the enemy for so long that he doesn't even have to lie to us anymore. Yeah, we keep blaming him because we have all those stories, all those lies on repeat that we keep telling ourselves over and over and over again. All the reasons why we can't. All the reasons why we shouldn't. We're like Gideon in the wine press where he tells the Lord, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh and I'm the least in my father's house. That's Judges 6, 14 through 15, by the way. And we keep telling ourselves all those old stories over and over again because we've bought into the lies. Well, first of all, what we need to do is we need to repent 
for believing all those lies. And second of all, we need to come out of agreement with those lies. We need to renounce them and we need to come out of agreement and say, I'm no longer going to agree with you about this. And I'm coming out of agreement with you on this. And I'm choosing to believe God from this moment forward. But you got to remember, if you've listened to my podcast episode 24 on how your belief system can hinder your walk with the Lord, you'll understand this. And if you haven't, I suggest you please go back and listen to that episode because your belief system will absolutely hinder your walk with the Lord. And it will stop the call of God on your life. Because if you have believed the lies over the years and you have all those stories running on repeat in your head, don't think for one minute that you're going to all of a sudden wake up tomorrow and they're going to be gone. There are automated programs inside your subconscious mind that need to be rewired into new neural pathways or you're going to continue to stay stuck. So we surrender and we tell the Lord, I'll go where you want me to go and I'll do whatever you want me to do and I'll say whatever you want me to say and day after day after day goes by and we're still not doing what God is wanting us to do. And we're still doing all the things that we don't want to do because God's voice is not the loudest to us. And as much as we want it to be, your voice will always be the loudest to you. Your stories, your automation will always be the loudest to you. And if you don't fix that stuff, you will stand before the Lord one day and you will not hear well done. And I'm not trying to scare you. Or maybe I am because it's that important. Fixing your ish is that important. And if you think you will ever succeed in business without it, I have news for you. You won't. And it truly breaks my heart when I see so many people struggling in their business because you prayed for a way out and God answered that prayer. But so many people are unwilling to confront the real issues. It's my upline. It's my product. It's a company. It's a comp plan. My husband doesn't support me. I don't have the right audience. Way too busy pointing that finger out at an exterior circumstance. But if you notice, every time you point that finger out, there are three that are pointing right back at you. You know, I actually think God did that on purpose. You see, the greatest business strategy you will ever have is in fixing what's going on with your mindset and your heart set. Because if you don't, you will continue to go through life with one foot on the gas and one foot on the brake. And you'll continue to struggle and eventually you will quit. So if you get to the point where you have tried reading all the books, buying all the courses that you don't implement, piecing together a strategy and you're still stuck, you're still not making money, I can absolutely help you. Or you can keep struggling because I've been where you are and it is a miserable place to be. I spent the big bucks on all the courses and the network marketing coaches to tell me what to do. But it wasn't until I dealt with the inside that I finally created success and not just in my business, but every area of my life. So if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, please feel free to reach out in me or out to me in the DMS on Instagram. And I'll be happy to chat with you. And I want to leave you guys with an activity. And this is something that's a lot of fun and it's a dare of the day. And it's something that you could fail at, okay? It's something that stretches you, something that takes you beyond what you're doing right now. So if you're reaching out to five people a day, I want you to do 10. Or if you're not reaching out to anybody, I want you to do five. Something that scares you, something that's hard for you, something that's going to be a challenge for you, okay? And I want you to do it 
every day for the next, I don't know, 30 days. Set that goal. Do it. Feel what it feels like to feel through that emotion of fear or doubt or uncertainty or whatever it is. And keep going. And get up again and do it tomorrow. Guys, people that succeed the most fail the most. Put yourself in front of your emotions every day and look for things to possibly fail at. And you will become resistant to fear. Put yourself out there and be an example of what's possible to your family, to your kids, to your friends, to your teammates. Possibility starts with you. So, I hope this was helpful information for you. And I just want to make sure that you understand that God is the one that you need to have confidence in. But if you don't have integrity with yourself and show up and do your part of the co-creation, there's no creation whatsoever. So if you need me, you know where to find me. I'm happy to pray for you. I'm happy to give you a tip. You can reach out to me for anything. If you have any podcast ideas that you want, anything that you need, guys, find me over in the um, DMs on Instagram. And I'm happy to help you in any way that I can. So I really appreciate you hanging out with me today. I know this was a little bit longer, um, but I appreciate you hanging out with me. And again, if you have a friend, a family member, teammate, anybody that you feel is holding themselves back, not taking the action that they know that they need to do, not keeping integrity with themselves. I would really appreciate it if you would share this episode because I really believe that a lot of people need to see it. So thanks again for joining me. Have an amazing rest of your day. Take care. God bless. And that wraps up another episode of the Ignite Her Soul podcast. My mission is to help you eliminate any and all mindset blocks and soul wounds that are standing in your way so that you can confidently and courageously step into the call of God for your life and set the world on fire for his glory. I really hope you loved today's episode and that it challenged you or blessed you in some way. If so, please share this with a friend you think might benefit. And I would be forever grateful if you could take 30 seconds and leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts. That way I know you're liking the show. I'm so grateful for you and I would love to hear from you. Come connect with me in the DMs over on Instagram at Betsy Crony or shoot me an email at ignitehersoul at gmail.com. I look forward to meeting you back here real soon for the next episode of the Ignite Her Soul podcast. Thanks for listening. Have a beautiful day and God bless.